that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some bows. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo Power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex. Welcome, everybody, to Jeff vs. the World, episode number 30. And we are back again, and we on this train going through the Rocky Saga, and we have now reached Rocky 5. And like always, on this journey, I got my man Shahid. What's going on today, sir? <sighs> I was dreading doing this movie. <laughs> Boy, but it, it did make me have a greater appreciation for the next movies after this one. Well, um, let's start it off like this. This is uh, Rocky Five, nineteen ninety. Uh, this time, yes, Sylvester Stallone has written a movie, but he is not directing. Uh, we have who is this? John Abelson. Abelson is directing. Yeah, he's directed other movies in the Rocky series. Uh, the budget was forty-two million, and the box office was one hundred and nineteen point nine million. This one didn't make too much money. Yeah, keep in mind that the previous two made two hundred and seventy and three hundred million. Now, <laughs> before we even get into this movie, um, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, and that's this godforsaken soundtrack. Oh, you mean a fake cool mode D in full force? <laughs> take it back. Do 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 do. Take it back, man with the plan. Just doing the best that I can. Like you mean that that soundtrack? Like yeah. Oh, <sighs> this is a far cry from the uh, music we were getting in um, the previous Rockies. This is yeah, hip-hop. it's something. It's and it's even more agree. Is even more egregious after seeing Creed, because Creed updated Rocky for the modern era, mm-hmm. and, it, and it did it organically. This one is kind of like a lot of movies, like we gotta be all hip, but we don't know how. And this is what happens when you don't have enough black friends. So, <laughs> that's exactly you get movies like this, and it's just. And I had because I'll be. I can't remember. I haven't seen Rocky Five that many times with good reason. I'm like, this is a bad movie. Excellent, Christmas movie. Go ahead. I've only watched. I've only watched it when I wanted to talk about it, and it wasn't until like the second or third time I watched. I'm like, this music is trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I started listening and paying attention. I'm like, it. Not only that, it just seems like it's. It's just like cloying, like it's pandering. Yeah, it just feel like it's just yo. We gotta keep it hip, yo, and it's just like it. It does not fit. Like Rocky is not timeless. Like the story is like a timeless story, but Rocky fits a specific time frame. It's like seventies, eighties movie, and like with with our Rocky Balboa era, mm-hmm. trying to make it cool and everything like that. Especially like you know, by this time Rocky's old. He's, so he's trying to make an old, 
trying to make an old Rocky cool again and all this stuff and updating it for the modern generation is less come off as like no. It'd be like having Lethal Weapon 4 and having like Riggs rap. Like, no, don't cert- you stay true to your character and the movie does not. And that's one of the problems. That's one of the problems too. Um yeah, it's a depressing movie. Oh boy, is it. And I don't know where depression is two or creed two. Well, it's more depressing than Creed two. I don't know if it's depressing as Rocky two. Those two go I, hand in hand. My opinion is after watching it and I watched it again this morning, this is absolutely more depressing than Rocky two. It 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 is. Just the way where I and I think it really hit me. And we'll get there when you start explaining and going through the details of the movie. But basically, when he realized, like, yo, I'm back where we started. When Tommy had went away and he was like, I didn't want to come back here. Like He just openly says, I didn't want this. And I'm just like, yeah, he got his brain, brains beat in and now look at him. Now, he, he was, well, he was kind of the cause, but we had some other issues, too, the reason why he's back. But let's get into the movie. Do, 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 do. So basically, the synopsis of the movie, due to <laughs> severe case of CTE and horrible money management skills, Rocky Balboa finds himself back in the dumps, starting exactly where he comes from, trying to rebuild and remend his family. He tries to find a level of hope and past glory living through the eyes of Tommy Machine Gun while fending off the machinations of fake Don King, George Washington Duke. He picks the wrong man to be his son while ignoring his own son till he snaps out of it and saves the day and realizes that it doesn't matter how long, how many times you get knocked down, it's about getting up. That's pretty on, right on. <laughs> now, let, let's get this question out. If somebody can tell us, just give us a guess, because we don't even know the answer to this. But how long do you think Rocky was in Russia? I just like to hear the guesses that's going to come with this. <laughs> um, you mean from the time he flew there yes. to the fight? From the time he Not- flew to Russia. To the time that he got back in Rocky Five, how long was he in Russia? Okay, so the fight was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. He probably fought uh, Drago. Probably fought Apollo. What the summer, spring, summer. So if he, let's say at most, let's say three months. No, because he left. They complain about the Rose Bowl. So let's, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, roll. Let's say what? Three months. We'll go with three. Four, four, four max. Not no, yeah. But you know why it's hard to guess? Because his son ages five years. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the yeah. damn problem. And Sylvester Stallone points that out too. Yeah, it's not, uh, that's why I was thought watching. It was a joke because he was like, "Where's the kid? Where's the kid?" And this teenager comes running out. I'm like, what? Yeah, but we before we get to that point, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of things going on wrong. So the movies, you know, movies started a montage of Rocky Four, and the way they frame it, you figure like, how did Rocky even live? 
Because <laughs> it's kind of like Drago should have murdered him. So this is the first one where body beautiful, Rocky body beautiful being a thing is not important. But you wouldn't know that you see him in the shower. That's how the movies start. They went there, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. And it's always jarring because he's there and Duke is like, oh, we did it. We did it for Apollo. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure Apollo and Marianne Creed are fine that you avenge his death by having a non-title fight for no money and beating this dude. Yeah, that's going to make everything better. Could at least got some money. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, you would have definitely need some money for what's happening. So Rocky's there shivering in the shower. <laughs> And having flashbacks and stuff, he called Adrian. He's like, "Oh, you know, Mickey talking about them, you know, like you see this light and you want to hug it." Some and Adrian, like, "What the? Get a doctor! My husband is dying. My husband losing his mind. He talking about the angel of death and, and hugging the cloud." Ah, he's just up. My hands were shaking. <laughs> Yeah, it's like sometimes it's like you want to see a light and you just hug it and let go. <laughs> yeah, like boy Drago. He beat, beat him, him back into Rocky <laughs> 1. He beat him and he's beat the intelligence. All the intelligence in Rocky 3 and 4 are gone. It's temporary because it comes back slowly. Because he he's not as dumb as he was in like Rocky 2. But he's not as polished as he was in like Rocky three or four. So the glow up is gone. Yeah. So he gets back on the plane, gets back to Moscow, you know, from Moscow, where's the kid? Anything like that. Duke bounces. He oh, there. I'm out. He's smart. He out. He's like, I'm going back to Los Angeles. My job is done. You know, everything's there. And he sees the kid, like, wait a second. This kid ain't the one from Rocky Four. <laughs> What the hell? Like, this is his real son. <laughs> like, Sage Stallone. Like, and he ain't nine. This, this. Yeah, you can't ignore that. Cause it's like, if you watch the Rocky movies, you're going, if you watch Rocky 4 and watch this one, you're going to notice. It's like when we saw Hobbs and Shaw. And it's like, okay, you notice something off with the rock, though. And, and I didn't even notice that until you pointed out. And I was like, oh, maybe she just hit puberty. Like, no, that's a, that's a whole different woman. And I'm like, okay. Now it makes sense. This one's egregious. Like I, you just know as soon as you see like what what did he get arrested? And I'm almost this is right. You know, you know it'd be a good idea if I just, you know, have my real son play on. And, yeah, it's cool. Nobody'll care. It was some Vince McMahon stuff going on. <laughs> no. Like, no people, nobody people. remember. So they there. He's having his press conference, you know, how it feel, how the rush people, oh, you know, it's fine. I can understand most of the they were saying, you know, cracking his old Rocky two, like he cracking his Rocky two jokes. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe it's like post concussion stuff. And then he ain't been off the plane two minutes. Here come Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Welcome back to America. Are you here to accept the challenge? You ready to make some money? Is Mr. George, George Washington. Dude. Dude. Why do I have black people have the presidential names and the black last name? Oh, man. Oh, that is... Abraham Lincoln Jenkins, was that too on the nose? <laughs> it, this is... He is the best thing about this movie as far as, like, comedy relief. Who was supposed to play him? No, I always say that. Or who I, you wanted to play him? Keith David. 
See, I'm glad when I because Keith David's a voice that's almost impossible to do, and he just had too much gravitas for this movie. So, yeah, so we're yeah, basically it's basically Don King, in case you don't know, because like that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, okay, and he's there. I got I got my man Union Kane. We just ready to have a title shot of lifetime, and you see this big, um, this dude, like he's a real life fighter. So I give him. Simply for that. Except for like, who is this dude that can't He's like, Rocky Balboa, I fight you any place, anywhere <laughs> for the title. Let me go in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he busted Douglas. I'm like, we just signed. We're going to have a closed close circuit fight. The most money you ever seen in a lifetime. And it's like, how much money that? Because, okay, by this point, Rocky got to be worth like a half billion dollars. At least. And between endorsements and fight money, and it's like, so what is a hundred million dollar fight? And I'm like, you know, who want to see this? Like, I know Rocky's Rocky. He's like, you know, it's a Rocky fight. But Union Kane didn't seem like the type just like this this big fan base. He just seemed like a a dude. Like he's just a dude holding a seat. And it's like, you know, I just go out to play, you know, it's more relaxed. Like, don't be a chump, Rocky Ball boy. You want to make them pockets fat? Come out here. Get to destiny. You know, Adrian's like, get out my face and everything. So that happens. This ain't the last time you hear about Duke or Union King. Mm-hmm. It's just the first time it's established. And then you hear an argument with Adrian and Paulie. The villain of all this. The, the okay. oh. Guess what? You're going to be surprised what I say. It's easy to pick on Pauly. Mm-hmm. And I remember all the time I used to get on Pauly. After watch this, no. I get on Rocky and Adrian about this one. Oh, well, after you, yeah. No. Because of the. Yeah. Rocky Five, yeah. Especially hearing this, I used to, we used to always blame Pauly because Pauly was the dirt worst and with good reason. But rewatching it this last time, no. Yeah, you pointed this ain't out Paul, This ain't really. This. Paulie partially at fault. This is Rocky and Adrian's fault. <laughs> this is really Adrian's fault, honestly. Six years. <laughs> so basically what happened was Rocky's accountant, who must have been the same accountant for like Tim Duncan, Tony Braxton, <laughs> Jeff Wilpon, and every other person that got and Drew Bree, everybody that got scammed, sent off a letter somehow we need like an extension to pay taxes. Why? I don't know. You would think this is something that'd be handled, even if you're not sure about Rocky handling it. Adrian seemed like the type that would be on top of these things, because mm-hmm. like you know, I don't. By this time, Adrian's to glow up and like she know Rocky don't care about money, and she know not to trust Paulie. It wasn't a tax extension; it was a power of attorney. He took Rocky money to try to flip it to some real estate deals, and then get the money back off the profit before Rocky knows it. Rocky knows it. It was a real estate crash and all his money gone. What was he trying to buy? Um, the LA Coliseum? <laughs> like, how much real estate was he trying to get that he needed? Because it wasn't just Rocky, it was other people too. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, yeah. what was going on? Was this guy, was this Michael Avenetti? <laughs> um, and. Uh- yeah. Adrian's like, 
Oh, this is what you did. Do you realize? I didn't It wasn't there. I never took a dumb. And just brushing it off like it ain't my fault and everything. And it's like, at first, it's like, yeah, Paulie was being irresponsible. Why Paulie had that much power to begin with? And why would you trust Paulie with anything of like dealing with accountants or anything like that? Why is the accountant talking to Paulie? Yeah. Where's Adrian? Where was she at? Too busy getting fur coats. He did say something like, uh, I told him you was going to be in Russia and for a couple of months, and they told me to sign this. So what I'm thinking is the accountant knew he had a dummy in Paulie and was like, oh, I can get over on him. Just Yeah, and I'm like, how Paul? I'm like, how did Paulie get that pipe of power? Like, shouldn't I have been thrown out? You would think. Like, how's Paulie representing Rocky? He shouldn't have been in no position, even if the account was trying to get over it. It should be nowhere in the world the bankless letting that happen because Paulie signed. Like, I can see it was Rocky Adrian. So that whole thing just seems shisty. Not as shisty as this whole thing. Oh, you don't really own the house because you ain't paid. You haven't paid. A, like, you haven't paid house mortgage for a year and you haven't paid taxes for six, six years. What? <laughs> the Balboa's trying to get over. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to find the equipment. Like, we make fun of Floyd Mayweather, like, because sometimes he had paid his tax. Like, normally, like, a year or two years. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Tom Brady paid his taxes for six years? <sighs> Rocky Balboa is the most popular athlete on the planet at this point. You don't think it would be a story? Six years? <laughs> Cyrus would have been all on his ass after, like, at least a year or two. It's like, all right, we got to talk. Like <laughs> it's it's just so smooth the way they did it because like you said, you all this time, you know, you're thinking Polly, oh, why did they get this much Polly? And then you hear that and it's like, wait a minute, what? What did you just say? <laughs> he ain't paying And I pay more than a year and this big ass oh, they're counting to handle it. What? <laughs> and you know what? You know the sad thing is? This happens in real life. Yeah. Yeah. All the damn time. So that's why I can't laugh too much. It's absurd, but unfortunately it happens. I'm like, we even take care of our own escrow and our own property tax. We don't trust the bank with nothing. No, and man. we don't make nowhere near where Rocky make it like, oh, you know, it's fine. We got the robot. <laughs> so he lived in this big ass house, not paying nothing. For six years. Okay, no. let's take hold on, let's take that back now. So we at Rocky Five. So if we go back, that's Rocky, the end of Rocky Three, right? So basically from the time Mickey was still alive till now. No. He was he didn't pay off his for his house in the last year. That's why I ain't own the house. Okay. I you figured out how to pay for it. The whole so I ain't paid I ain't paid income taxes from the time Mickey was alive till now. Wow. What were you doing, Rocky? <laughs> I mean I No, get- actually no. This is right when six years, like right before Mickey, because it's no, yeah, it's about a five year gap between Rocky three and Rocky four. So six years. So this is like right around, yeah, Mickey would have just died or just about to die. And I guess the death, it's, it's just mind boggling. Oh, but it gets worse. So it's like, okay, we just go and make some money commercials. Oh, well, you know, we can't touch you with commercials because all this stuff going on, a criminal investigation. Then we did a background check and you got a criminal record from like loan sharking days. Okay, let's put a pin in that because we know damn well Rocky won't hurt nobody. No, 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 no. 
my whole thing is this. Even if all that's true, that stuff happened in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Rocky, think about all the commercials Rocky was doing in Rocky 3. Oh, think yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. that. He just went to Russia and beat the Russian national championship in his home country, avenging Apollo Creed. So this is a big-time worldwide story. And Rocky can't do a Gillette commercial no more because his accountant was crooked. Are you kidding me? I mean, we all know that Sylvester Stallone, when it comes to writing, he's a little you know, loose. And No, he said, Sylvester Stallone said, I wrote it this way because I was going through some personal stuff. Like, you know, Rocky 3, Rocky 4 was on the top of my game in real life. Rocky 5, I was struggling, so I wanted to make it look that way. I get that. Mel Gibson is still doing movies. And he's done far worse. Yeah. Rocky Balboa can't do commercials. Like, is that bad? Like, it's okay. The account, Rocky wasn't embezzling nothing. Rocky lost his money. Oh, well, you know, you got to charge back in the day. He didn't shoot nobody. He roughed up some. I'm like, that whole thing just seems this ridiculous. So they don't have any money. They don't have any way of making money instead of like fighting. It's like, I'll get a few fights. And at first, it's like, you know, I don't want to I'm retire. I don't do that no more. Then it's like, okay, I get some fights and everything like that. And it'd be all cool. And Adrian, like, mm, I just I just want you to be healthy. I don't care about the money. At least Adrian, honest, like, she never really cared about the money stuff. And I could tell because she wasn't being due diligent with the money either. So. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that happens. And then, oh, we can't fight. You go to the doctor. And Drago basically split his brain hemisphere. Oh, oh my goodness! And I mean, I know that's being a little because you know this probably the years of taking a pounding, but still, As they, yeah. And they was like, you know, it's like, and Sylvester Stallone apologized. He said like the injury that he described would be reversible with time, and it wouldn't be as severe as he made it out to be, which maybe explain how he got the fight in Rocky Balboa. But yeah, it's basically like, oh no. I could I'll only take it fixed. It's irreversible. And it's kind of like, okay, so it's a wrap. I can't fight no more. So before he's worried about the eye, now like my I got a I got a bad brain. Damn hole so in my brain. I don't, I don't got any money and I don't have any way of making money. So yeah, Rocky put a gun in his mouth and just, <laughs> just pulled the trigger. I wouldn't be that surprised. It's like you got on a plane, everything was good. You come back home and your life is done. It's over. <laughs> it is over. So now. they got to move back to the old row house. And Paul like, oh, aren't you glad I kept the old place rock? No, put a little Luna on there, be fine. Like, yeah, thanks, Paulie. Oh, he is so uncomfortable. Like, he does not, he does not want to be back there. Yeah, like... When you leave the hood, you ain't trying to go back to the hood unless you're going back to visit. Yeah. You think Jay-Z want to go back to his house in Marcy? Absolutely not. No. It's kind of like you, that's the whole point. Be like, you know, yeah, I'm from the hood. I don't forget where I come from. You ain't got to forget it. You ain't trying to go back once you leave. It's the reason why you're trying to leave in the first place. And I think it was more, it, it seemed like it was more, he was more like he didn't want his son to be back here than anything. Mm-hmm. His son, his son never his son never knew what that was. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because keep in mind, he beat Apollo Creed, the boy was a baby. So all the son know is wealth. Yeah. 
And now it's there in the dumps in this like Asian. It's kind of, oh, we'll make it work. And all the people there, hey, Rocky, welcome back. Welcome back home. You know how embarrassing that is. Because he probably ain't been back since what? Since to the end of two? Yeah. And now it's like Rocky Worldwide. No, he's Philly favorite son. And he lives in the same old row house like everybody else. And it's like, it's a, at this point, it's, Everybody kind of know what happened because like, it's the reason Rock, Rocky didn't move back here just for nothing. Mm-hmm. So, so they're there. Rocky trying to, it's funny. Rocky trying to give his kid, you know, street smarts. Oh, you know, you got a lot of smarts in school, but you got to learn how to go to the street. You got to watch out for these hustlers and scammers. And hearing Rocky and Paulie try to give them hood advice is just funny because, like, yeah, they both used to be pipe boys. <laughs> more or less oh boy um, I get the scene it just came off as comical I get it and the son is like oh you mean like shenanigans you mm-hmm. know what I mean like, like the son ain't like the son may not have street smarts but the son ain't dumb no he ain't dumb he probably been going to private school his entire life and keep in mind Paulie been around him too so it's like he probably know some stuff you know, Paulie probably whispered there like, yeah, you know, watch out for the hustlers and the scammers and da 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 and all that's going on. And then who do they run to? Who they run into? Tommy like, Gunn. Tommy Gunn. If y'all know who Tommy Gunn is, Tommy Gunn is really Tommy Morrison, a uh, boxer back in the day. That was what? Was he? Was he? Was he average or was he mid? Was he was he? mid. Yeah, he was okay. He was mid. But they boy, did they try to hype him up just like this damn movie? Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I remember Tommy Morrison. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, it was kind of like it's funny to think about this the story about um, he's you know great you know, white guy, heavyweight. You don't have white heavyweight, so you get over hype. Put him in matches he don't supposed to be, and then he get exposed. Then you like HIV. You know, steroid, like he had a rough life in real life. So it's funny thinking about that. But you don't know that when you see Tommy Morrison at this point. It's like, oh, I know him. He's a fighter. So you see Tommy Gunn literally like just on the street. Like he just got off a bus. You're like, oh, I heard all about you. I was going to bust up from, you know, with Oklahoma somewhere, you know, yeah. 17-0, uh, amateur fighter. I've been following you my whole life. I just want to be trained. And I'm like, Basically, he came from nothing. Mm-hmm. And he just got a Greyhound bus and just, I'm going to try to run the Rocky Balboa, hope for the best. You trying to tell me you don't manage this guy yet? This un- that's that's Which absurd. Is weird, right? If you see that much raw potential, nobody sees, nobody else sees this? No, that raw potential, a white heavyweight. Um, it's, it's, I call it, it's, it's Peter Parker syndrome. I've always said, like, it's absurd that Spider-Man's walk, like, Peter Parker's walk around New York looking the way he looks, being a genius, and is broke. Like, that's that's always not sit well with me. And this whole thing with Tommy Gunn, like, somebody would have noticed him and, like, hyped him up, even if he wasn't good at it. And Rocky, like, oh, you know, I don't do that no more. I can basically, like, brush them off. Mm-hmm. So, but he'll be back, too. But guess who's back? <laughs> Rocky Balboa, I see you down on your luck. I ain't expect you to be right here within a squalor. Was he following Rocky? Like, did he have tails on him? Of course he's following, of course he's following Rocky. 
Like you, That's you ready crazy. to make some money? He's stalking them. Yes, you trying to get paid. You know, don't you feel my favorite line? Don't you feel bad every time you stick your hands in your pocket? All you feel is your leg. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I was like, I he, missed that. Rocky was like, he kind of, he's like, man, yeah, I do. Like, yo, one more fight. Yeah, you know, I know why you want to fight Rocky Balboa. Look, I got your medical records. You're like, how you get through? Oh, don't worry about that. You know, go ahead. You get behind me. You can fight anywhere, anytime, anyone on the planet. You ready to make some money? I know you put butts to seats and ashes to grasses, and you can do a Rocky Balboa. You ready out here? Give my man Union Kane a chance, cause you can be the Great White Hope. And Rocky like, oh, you mean the Great White Dope? But you gonna take advantage of me? Like, you know, get out of my face. But he's thinking about it though, cause he need the money. He don't want to live this way. And then he get heated, cause he see Adrian, and Adrian back there working like the pet shop. <laughs> And she thinks is she you know, she's she's okay she with like, it. Yeah. You know what? Rocky ain't okay with that. Rocky is like, I did all of this and you right back where I found you. Oh yeah, Rocky was not cool with this at all. And I don't even blame him. Cause let's imagine like, you know, like Mike, I'm gonna say Mike Tyson doing fine now. But I just think about that, you know, it was a time when Mike Tyson was not doing fine. He made all this money, lost all that money, did jail time. People was wondering if you're going to die. Like, he's stabilized more or less now. You know, yeah, his yeah. weed farm, doing movies, stuff like that. And you see Rocky. Rocky was on the top of it. He's on the Muppets. And now he under the L train arguing with Don King about a fight. He know he got no business doing to keep his wife from working. It's like, I made all this money so you had to work again, and now you're all here, and she like, get away from my husband. Like, oh, maybe I need to sign you because, you know, you're like, you got the pants in this family. Oh, before that, what did he say? What the hell are you people talking about? I'm giving you, I'm giving you a golden <laughs> <Yeah>. ticket. <laughs> yeah, y'all talking this domestic stuff. Y'all y'all trying to get paid. Like, don't talk about, worry about my wife. And like, <laughs> yeah, now he's like, all that went out the window. He mad because, you know, you know, family pride coming away. So they're in the limo and Union can't talking like, I'll fight Balboa any place, anywhere. <laughs> I'm better than Balboa ever was. <laughs> he like, shut up, boy. <laughs> they makes like, put, they talk to him like he a field slave. Like, shut up, boy. You talk when I tell you to talk. And the driver's like, you know, don't bite your meal ticket. <laughs> I was like, oh man, you can you a sucker for real. And Union is sitting there like I said that you fight when the papers on you fight when I want you to where I want you to whenever I want you to don't mess this money up for me you just sit down and shut up but I still have I'm better about boy ever was like no you no you not (laughs) he didn't even believe it when he said it yeah Uh, and he's just trying to figure out a way like you know we just gotta find a hook like he didn't give up you know he's still on there so. So then it's basically where the story splits into two parts. Because on one hand, Rocky runs the Tommy gun again and decides to train him. But the reason why, because he gets influenced by the, which we haven't even brought up yet, the ghost of Mickey. That's in the movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's what you know. Because basically it's like he's reminiscing right before he fought Creed the second time. And I, I know you got this big fight going on, and you're worried about it. You're fighting the heavyweight champion of the world. 
uh, I'm gonna give you this cuff label. Rocky Marciano gave it. Yeah, me. He's like, well, you got two of them. You wear one. I don't know. He gave the other one to some bum, probably. But I just want you to remember this. Just wear around and rock. And, you know, whenever you get knocked down, just say, remember, get up, you son of a bitch. Because Mickey loves you. And let me and as, you as long as I'm alive, yeah, as long as I'm alive, you know, I'm gonna have your back. I just want you to keep fighting rock. Burgess Meredith is not well off either. He is shaking and you can tell like oof. He's not doing well, but he went right back. He probably yeah, he probably died a few years after this. He went right like, back into that character of Mickey like it was nothing. But though you know the whole thing is he looked a lot older. I, I mean, he looked old in the Rocky movies, but he looked shaky in this one. Yeah. So, and it's just kind of like, you know, that. So he remembers that. So, like, I'm going to train you, Tommy Gunn, and everything like that. And meanwhile, his son getting bullied. <laughs> he went to school with the nice, the nice chinchilla coat on. <laughs> he got beat, up by the, got beat up by the public school ruffians. They're probably on, like, you know, free school lunch. <laughs> And they already know that. And they already know that's Rocky's son. So it's like, yeah, you already know that was gonna happen. You yeah, they tried. Jumped. They definitely tried it too. I was like, they were like, nah, he don't. He, he ain't got. He don't know how to fight. He a rich kid. Yeah, and the girl trying to be there for him, you know. Uh, and was that was she dating the bully? No, I think they were just like friends or whatever. Yeah. So there, and that happens. Goes home. Oh, I got jumped. What happened? Oh, nothing. And, and Rocky, Rocky, too busy training. Like you know, Tommy Gunn, like slip the jab. You can do this. I'm gonna teach you how to do that. It should have been the first warning when they go have sparring. He damn near trying to kill dude. Right. <laughs> what did you say? The steroids kicked in. Mm-hmm. It's almost a sparring thing. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I ain't mean, and everything like that. I apologize. And Rocky kind of like, I don't know, you ain't listening, you know. And Rocky's looking at it as kind of like he reminds me of me at my young age. So I got that. Paulie is like this dude, and it's funny that Paulie's the voice of reason in this movie, right? But he is because Paulie seemed like, nah, this dude, bad news. Stop thinking that he you. Like y'all are not the same. And he wouldn't listen, and he training them, and you know, Tommy start having his fights, and we got here, go for it. <laughs> Which, okay, so you telling me a uh, uh, catchphrase in Rocky Three became a song in Rocky Five? Yes. Oh boy. Go with that, with that that rap music, where it's like, you know, when you hear like electric music, like you know, snap, I got the power. <laughs> and that type of beat, and people rapping over it. That's what this music reminds me of. Like when you try to have like this is we rap over like electronic beat. This is the safe rap you could play around your parents. Yeah, this is a Marky Mark beat. That's what this is, and I'm just hearing that. And he getting his fights, and he's starting to win and up and co- up and come. And then basically, you know, Rocky Junior want to learn how to be tough, so Paulie training him. Paulie trained him how to fight. All right. I'm gonna go I mean, that. Paulie been around. Keep him out. I'll say this. It wasn't like the dude about to try to be in a Golden Gloves tournament. And Paulie been around Rocky and Apollo long enough to kind of know, you know, do this, do that. Yeah, he, I'm sure he know how to throw a punch, but 
I'm just still the thing. You mean your dad didn't never ever <laughs> took the time, but I get it. He didn't no, have to. His dad didn't want him to live that life. He never thought he would have to do, like you said, he never thought he would have to do that. So Tommy's working his way up, getting these fights to the, and Rocky gives him his trunks. He gives him Apollo's trunks. Apollo's trunks. What? And and it was so. I don't know. It was so flippity the way he did it. Like, oh, these are really special to me. He just threw it to him. I'm like, what is happening right now? So it's just, so you just give damn near your best friend trunks away to some kid you don't know? Some dude you met off the street that's kind of shaky. And that's going on. And he's working his way up. And Rocky's son just wants some love. He ain't getting it. And Adrian is noticing all this. But she ain't saying nothing yet. She kind of brooding. You know, she kind of looking like hmm, I might have to step in. I'm gonna wait till like a month late, like I always do. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna say something. So that's happening. And then George Washington Duke knows, like you know, he's working his way up. I got to put the hook in him. That's what I'm talking about. If I won't get Rocky Balboa, I get the next best thing: young white lion. Got him right, but like basically like a pimp, like plotting. So at this point, Tommy Gunn's waiting for like you know when I'm a title shot. When I'm ready for the title, you know, you ain't ready. You just work your way up and everything. And Tommy ain't trying to hear that because Duke came up to him was like, you know, how much money you made. You know, you only can go so far, Rocky Balboa. Oh, I heard you don't have no contract. You missed a small thing. At this point, Union Cade has won the, won the uh, vacated title. Oh, yeah. He's the heavyweight champion. <laughs> Boy, I mean, I guess Rocky cleaned out the division because Union Cade is seen like he's though, you know. And especially the way how they, the way the press talk about Union King later is like, yeah. Between Apollo and I'm like, Clubber Lang must have been locked up. <laughs> he was done, probably. He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> he had to be. I'm like, it ain't no way in the world Union King being champ and Clubber Lang still alive. Like, that's, but that's yeah. the Yeah. Wait a minute. Cause when you remember when um, Baboa wanted the second shot in Rocky 3, they were talking like Rocky was old and washed. Yeah, and Clubber wasn't old. So Clubber was like, unless unless Clubber Lane was like, I don't got a lot of ring time because I did like eight years for armed robbery. Like sometime boxing, like unless Clubber Lane was the same age as Rocky, but he wasn't because they said the dude was like Rocky at thirty five, or he said something. Rocky at his age, I don't know. I think his I think his shot is yeah. long and winning the title again. So let's say Clubber Lane was like thirty. 20, not even 30, 28, 29. All right. Rocky. So he'd be, what, mid 30s? Yeah. 34, 35, like, let's say 35, 36. You would think he would still be in the division, but like you say, he might have got locked up. Unless he got locked up or retired, ain't nowhere in the, basically, we're saying, ain't nowhere in the world Union can't be in no clubber lane. That's, but that's needed. That's what we're basically saying. So anyway, Joey Watson Duke in his ear somebody, you know, her game ain't making no money. Give him a twenty five thousand dollar advance. Give him a car. Give him a woman. <laughs> Which was the uh, cringiest thing of them all. I was like, wow, he just really got some broad to be his girlfriend and he ain't seeing this. I mean, she we pro- look, look at it this way. He's an up and coming fighter. He's looked relatively handsome. Now he got money. He probably figured, oh, of course I can pull a girl like this. I mean, it's not 
it's not that hard to think. The the funny thing, but it's kind of like she's a stranger. But I'm saying everything. Yeah. He she came right behind her was Duke. That doesn't seem fishy to you. He don't care. He came from nothing. He had the dinner table talking about, you know, my dad, you trying to beat me till I went to sleep. Yeah, I guess you got a point. Yeah, like he came from a broken, broken home. Like a shattered home. Like <laughs> they said, this is all I got, what you see. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. And Adrian was kind of like, you sure you want this strange man living here? Like, Adrian and Paulie saw the warning signs. Rocky was too caught up trying to live off. You know what Rocky was? Rocky was that old dad that you, you know, I'm living through my son. Mm-hmm. But not his real son. This oh, fake son. Boy. Yeah. And it'll come to a head because, you know, finally Rocky Jr., you know, learned off hand. And then the, the nurse came over here again. Girl's like, oh, I don't got a dollar. We can split 50 cent. Because she already think, like, you know, you're just going to get beat up. <laughs> nah, he's betraying. He like, go for it. The kid like, what? Go for it. And Rocky Jr. beat the shit out this boy. Yeah. And, and beat him up and picked him up after he whooped his ass. <laughs> he, he beat him up. He was ducking and dodging, knocked him down, looked at the other friend like, you want something? Like, no, nah, I don't even like him. <laughs> this oh. other friend was shit. Uh, I, I, we don't really hang like that. We just, you know, I just see him on weekends. Never, never let me have friends like that. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, I believe this is my, I believe you got something belonging to me. Like a pimp, he gave him the coat, and he's like, you know what? We can end this right now if you want. He's like, I don't got a problem with that. I bet you don't got a problem with that after you got your ass beat. <laughs> I bet you ready, you ready to settle it. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Junior was like, he was real problem. He was very magnanimous considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I proved my point. I ain't a tyrant. I just want my coat back and my respect, and I'm feel proud of myself as he should. But you know, the son. The son just went over there. Oh, we talk about it later. You put a pin on that, put that on Paul. I don't want to forget about it. Hey, Tom, slip the jab. <laughs> Even Tommy Gunn being a, hey, hey, come on, Rock Man. I'm, I'm cooling down over here. Like, yo, chill out, cuz. That's his son. Mm-hmm. So, this is when Rocky Jr. started turning on him, as he should, because, like, you know, he got some resentment. And Tommy's showing, like, they about to do Thanksgiving dinner. And it was like, where's where Tommy Gunn? Like, where, why you care? What about your family? So, Tommy up there and Duke's chilling there. And the girl's like, Come on, Tommy, it's almost 10 o'clock. Come knock this down. Wait a minute. Oh, I just have to let you know this. I usually do send that, send that little thing. You know, when um, Duke came to the house and said, Merry Christmas with Lord. I usually send that to everybody during Christmas time. So, you'll probably get that. It is so hilarious. He's like, oh, I see y'all here, you know, with your struggle plate. Could have been with me, Rocky Balboa, but, you know, you got your little Italian Christmas. My man came in his house laughing. <laughs> I was like, come on, yeah. Oh, boy, you never thought you'd be right back here, huh, Rocky Balboa? <laughs> oh, that's cold-blooded. And I'm like, it ain't. You know how Eric got be you a black man showing up to South Philadelphia just rubbing it into these Italians like Oh, you know what Paulie wanted to say. He had a Paulie couple of, <laughs> He was ready to drop Paulie, some hard R's. Paulie wanted to say whatever he 
or or shoot them more than likely. <laughs> Probably. And in there assault, and then Tommy is like, you know, you holding me back, and you prevent me from being what I want to be, and I just want the title. I ain't make no money. Right? Hey, about the money, you know, we get there. Money get there eventually. And here's the thing: Why would Tommy listen to Rocky? All he knows, like, yeah, Rocky used to be somebody. Rocky holding him back. Rocky don't care about money because he broke. I grew up broke. I don't want to be broke anymore. Duke gave me a title shot. He gave me money. I got a brand new place. I was homeless. I got this dime piece in my Corvette. Move out the way, old man. Yeah, and like, yeah, he's absolutely right because as a young man, that's probably what you would think. And yeah. you're not listening to somebody who's got wisdom. And it, God, but it's, the scene is just a but sad. it just comes but it comes off as so ungrateful because it's like if it wasn't for Rocky Tommy would just be some dude that probably been arrested by now. Exactly, you came to me. So mm-hmm. what are we doing right here? And the saddest shit I ever seen in the movie is Rocky running beside a car trying to practically beg him not to go with Duke. I was just like, yeah, don't go with him. Don't get taken advantage. He a viper and anything like that. And meanwhile, he's in this Adrian looking at this like, what the hell are you doing? His son pissed like, you know, oh, now you want to come spend time with me? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. other son left. Like, you know, you supposed to spend time with me. I ain't see you or anything like that. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette with this girl. Like, get out of my face. Like, I'm I'm done. And Paulie is like, this ain't, he ain't what you think. Like, he ain't you. He ain't got you. Like he, he just bad news. He don't got it. You, you bigging him up. You are like he knew the first time he saw Duke when they had a fight. He's like, yeah, you lost this one. Like Paulie, because Paulie is scamming himself, so he knows scam when he see one, unless mm-hmm. it involves paper. <laughs> yeah, he's so don't So he, when he saw Duke in the crowd, like he knew what was going on. Like yeah, Duke got him. You ain't got him more. You need to accept that. And then they had the title fight. <laughs> it's just so damn sad because you know you can't because one is kind of like Tommy Gunn getting booed. Mm-hmm. That's how much people love Rocky. So at this point, was ESPN was it ESPN? Well, I guess was a thing. But like, yeah, it was. Can you imagine that? They know that, that Tommy Gunn fell out with Rocky Balboa, so they turned on Tommy Gunn. Like, it take a lot for, like, a white heavyweight to get booed. It's like, nah, Rocky's a native son. Yeah. You know, Rocky is, like, Rocky is kind of, like, royalty. And you turn on Rocky Balboa, screw you. And uh, another like, thing, was this movie, like, showing how fast news was coming out now? Like, how the news, like, everybody would just know stuff. Like, they had to. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, it's 1990, and it just seemed like, because I noticed they showed a lot of newspaper clips every day. It was like Rocky's puppet or Rocky's found his new, you know, whatever. And I was like, hmm, I think they're just trying to show how rapidly news was coming out and how fast people were taking it in. Yeah, because before it was kind of like, you know, if you didn't watch it, the game, you wouldn't know about stuff till the newspaper the next day. If you had like ESPN and Cable, that's how you kept up with stuff. Like, it used to be a feat to keep up with statistics. And now it's just kind of like, you know, you don't worry about it because you can just look it up all the time. That's why people get numbers wrong. Because, like, oh, I got to be right. I got to <laughs> so, yeah. So it was like you can't get in chair, but Tommy Gunn definitely getting booed. They had the fight. And Rocky, like, come on, slip the jack. He hitting the, and he hitting the bag. Like, he fighting. And they looking at him like. He crazy. Everybody. Like, crazy. 
Like he ducking and he's like little dude's like right cross and he's hitting the back harder and harder and they all look at him like he lost his mind. You know, Tommy learned his vice, knocks out Union Kane, cause I'll lose it anyways, anywhere. You, you know <laughs> the sad thing is, Rocky still wants the best for Tommy. Yeah. They just all like, yo, fuck this, fuck Tommy. Like he left. He like, you know, I thought we just had this talk about <laughs> getting my agent. Then you hear me get this talk about how you losing us, you losing your son, get us back, you know. Oh, you did. worry about losing all this other stuff. It's like you are losing us. Well, what do you mean? He just he just did something something fantastic. I was like, uh yeah, okay. So and then he wins. Like, I just want to thank the person that's been there from Jump Street, that's been like a father figure to me. George Washington Duke. He just met this man like a week ago. <laughs> Rocky face just dropped. He and, met George a week ago. And it's kind of like, and it's funny where you think, boy, can it get any worse? And it's like the movie's about to end soon. It's the mm-hmm. funny thing after all this happens. So they had the press conference, and Tommy Gunn thought he was going to get respect. Like, oh, how do you feel beating this bum? Ooh. They like what? I mean, we check like we know Union Kane got more glasses jaw than the chandelier, and he ain't nothing but George Washington Duke's puppet. And listen here, Union Kane wasn't feeling well, but if he was a hundred percent, I was like, yo, he's telling everything. Why you fight? He's in there with swine flu. That boy, he really was Buster Douglas. He had some bad pork chops, and it was a wrap. Oh, stop! On and on, like, and then it's like, oh. And this is when it just got rough. I see that girl up there. Why don't you fight her? I heard, you know, I heard she come cheap. Mm. What'd she do? Not a damn thing but sit up front. Yeah, like, why Burt Sugar Jr. being all misogynistic? Like, she just there minor her. Imagine how that would play now if, Stu, uh, <laughs> if uh, Steve Smith would have got up and said that. Like, basically implying, like, okay. This, you got this escort. Why don't you? Like, it's, they don't even know her. They just see a pretty made up girl. I guess Duke got a reputation. Yeah, they just they put had, together. But you don't say nothing like that, though. What's this? Barstool Sports? Guess so, at this, so at this point, Tommy Gunn is mad. He's like, I thought well, I'm going to be champion. I don't get the respect. How come they don't respect me like Rocky Balboa? And Major, Rocky Balboa has fought wars. When, son. The, pre- when the press is right, they're right. Whoa! Yeah, like Duke will keep. That's the whole thing. Duke always keeps you on your toes, so he has control. He like you know you need to do this. He like you know like basically Rocky Balboa has fought wars. He's a basically Rocky Balboa a legend. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a legend, you got to break the legend. And that was the whole point. He he always wanted a fight with Rocky because he knew that's where the money was. He just he was gonna try Union Kane, and then Union Kane didn't work. I just used Tommy Gunn. It was always about Rocky. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it's, I like, uh, the one thing I can't say, I like how they played it because they played off of uh, Tommy Guns being naive and not knowing better. Mm hmm. I mean, he's small town boy, rough neighborhood. He just, he just want to, he just want to eat. And now he find out all his heroes. You should have listened to his real hero and now all these, you know, quick money ain't good money. So you would think Tommy Gunn be happy he had with Champion World. Somehow he just hunting. They still showing about Rocky. They just stalking this man. Rocky Balboa, are you ready for the challenge now? Tommy Gunn's got the title. This, Let's make the money. <laughs> this man's in the bar playing a broke P 
pinball machine. <laughs> He's not bothering anybody. And Rocky, like, no, I'm all right. You go ahead. What are you doing down here? And Paulie just said, Paulie said something smart. Oh, he just started telling them, oh, he treated you good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Brought you in the yeah. house and trained you, and this is the things he gets. He, like, got out of my face, and he pushed he pushed Paulie. And, like, Paulie already, and Paulie had the best line to move. Like, she left him the street where you found him. Yeah, he ain't lying. And he was absolutely right. Yeah. One hundred percent right. That's the. This is the one time you hear me say, Paul, he was absolutely right. Oh, that line hit. Hey, you should have left him in the street where you felt like he was trash. And it ain't Tommy Gunn's fault, but at this point, it don't matter. Yeah, because it's just like you. I got you. Got to understand. And even I think he was starting to see it in there too when he's a Rocky with Sandy. He was like, "Yo, can't you see what he just did? He basically used you to get to me." He kind of look, kind of look away for a little bit. Then Duke go right back in his ear talking that hot shit. <laughs> Don't worry about that. We can make the money of a lifetime. You ready to take the ultimate challenge, Rocky Balboa? And Tommy Gunn ready to have a street fight. And Duke is like, "Don't be messing up the money. Like, what's the matter with you?" And they have the at this point, it's like they is is on. <laughs> like yeah. Rocky's had enough, and Tommy Gunn's had enough because he's tired of being called a puppet and everything like that. And Duke is like. Thank God we don't got like iPhones. This come on, like he he's heavyweight champion of the world, and he having a and this gonna like he having a street fight with Rocky. Having a damn street fighter. We're having a street fight like they did street fighter. Like, like if Tyson Fury, no, I'm trying. To, if Deontay Wilder like showed up like Lennox Lewis house and like you know what, <laughs> I'm gonna, let's square up so I can get the respect you used to have. What are you? What are you doing? Tommy Gun. That's how. So they have, George Washington do that. Manipulated this man's mind so bad that he thought having a street fight was the best way to get his respect. And then he's losing the fight in the beginning, like Rocky's putting it to him, knocking the trash can. Duke's like, if you lose this, it is over. Like, if what do you, you like? If you like, finished. <laughs> And explain, wait, why was he screaming a lot the last 15 minutes of this movie? Because there's money going down the damn drain. <laughs> oh! That's why. <laughs> he's going to have to make a... The way he was talking, that fight was going to be like a $100 million purse. Yeah. So he's like... Yeah. Duke, and Duke probably going to get like 45% with his crooked ass. Like He's in almost $50 million go down the damn drain. I'll be screaming too. So Tommy Gunn gets the upper hand, knocks down Rocky. Rocky's on the ground, having a flashback. And you see Mickey again, the ghost of Mickey. Get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. So he gets up. I, I hear no bell. One more round. Tommy, one more round. And Duke's like, what are you doing? Like, don't do this. And he's like, if you lose, you're done. And then Rocky's like, you know what? Forget this whole boxing thing. We in front of the ECW arena. Oh, boy. <laughs> or Rocky hit him with a drop toho. He hit him with a leg sweep with the arm. I'm like, he rabbit punching him. <laughs> and if you need to know, and I did need to know this, but Terry Funk helped choreograph this fight, the street fight. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! It and was, it, it, I laughed so hard when he bust out a drop toe hold with <laughs> and the street. Tommy Gunn would have been knocked out. 
He meant he go face to the pavement. It was so fast. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then he did the leg sweep with the arm. I was like, he was Rocky awesome. ain't moved this. Rocky ain't moved this fast since Rocky Three. He ain't moved as fast as ever. That was some old uh, the Ray Redemption type shit he was doing. <laughs> Rocky was Rocky was moving. He's taking some punches and then it's the slow motion and then Rocky Rabbit punching him, hitting him in the side of the ribs, yeah! the back, <laughs> and Duke loses his mind and Rocky basically beats the brakes off of Tommy Gunn, leaves him in the trash. Tommy Gunn, heavyweight champion of the world, just got beat up. By Rocky Balboa. Rocky was minding his business drinking a, a Miller Light. And and then with with Joe Man, only in America. <laughs> but before that, he's like, you know, touch me now soon. But when he was having a fight before, because he's like, he about to he about to hit Duke, Duke like, you better not touch me. And then it's like looking at him like, oh, <laughs> you know, I guess things work out the way it's supposed to be. And then he looking at him. He like, touch me now, Sue. Going punk. Mm-hmm. Touch me now, Sue. And Rocky looking, and Rocky just uppercuts the shit out of him. Like, sue me for what? Basically. <laughs> like, I'm broke. What you gonna get from me? And then it's funny, Duke didn't realize that. I think he did, but I think in his mind, he thought he could say that to, you know, scare tactics. He's like, what I got to lose? I don't have anything. Did he just see Rocky beat up Tommy Gunn in the street? Don't he realize, like, at this point, like, Rocky, what he got to lose? Man, Rocky got love because you know they were both supposed to get arrested. Rocky went home. Nah, um, Father Carmine was out there cheering him on. <laughs> you see him in the background at the end because first he get the prayer early in the movie. Yeah. Then he back there blessing Rocky after the victory, like this Castlevania. What? <laughs> How Rocky don't got a charge. I never know. I guess a Philly, like Philly ain't hey, wrestling Rocky. You just said he a legend. They like, nah. We might take you to jail. We ain't messing with Rocky. I, I, I was by. Where's Rocky at? He was at home. He was chilling. Uh, and it wasn't no camera phones back then, so it's just word of mouth. Yeah, I think they only showed a little bit of fight because I think when he, um, I think when before Rocky said it, you know, one more round, Duke was right beside the cameraman and he pulled, he told him to put the camera down. He like took his hand and told him to stop shooting. So that last round nobody saw, but I guess the people that were out there. Yeah. So that happens. They run up the steps. And then, you know, Rocky and his son are reconciled. And then basically like, you know, movie ends. And they show credits from the first five Rocky movies. <sighs> yeah. This movie ends. So how do you feel about the movie after talking about it now? Do you still feel the same? As, as far as what? like As far as just the overall, because we know where it stacks up against the other movies and it's nowhere near. But I feel, Well, it's funny because it's hard to separate it from House of Wrestling Salon feels about this. He said on a scale of one to ten, he gives it a zero. He basically said he did the movie out of greed. He didn't like how it came out. Originally, he was going to have Rocky die. After yeah, the fight I, with did. Tommy Gunn. I did. About that, yeah. well, he's like, you know, I don't think that'd be a good way to go out. I'm glad he didn't. It's just kind of, it's funny. Spencer Long was just in a funny place. Was it, it, was this it is his tail end? Was it the end of his no, run? This is the end of him being like, I'm the top guy in the world. Like, by this time, Schwarzenegger already passed him. 
Like Schwarzenegger got the before it was going hand in hand. Schwarzenegger has a crown now, and this is before Cliffhanger and Demolition Man. Okay, gotcha. So, so this is like you know the end of my. Because keep in mind, he did Rocky, and then he had some flops, and then did like Rocky Two and First Blood, and then basically from that point on to like this, he ran the eighties up until like this and Rambo Three. And then that happens, and it's like you know, yeah, I'm down in the dumps. I do that that comedy Oscar, and stopping my mom will shoot. You know, keep in mind, like all that came around around this time. So yeah, so he was already in a certain place in his life. He was already feeling down, and then making trying to update Rocky for like the hip hop generation just came off as tired. The movie just feels like it's more, it's a better structural movie than Rocky Four. It's just not fun. That's the problem. No, it's not fun. It has its moments. Like I said, George Washington Duke is the comedy of the movie. But mm-hmm. as far as anything else, it's just like, it's really just depressing. And and nobody wants to see Rocky being a dirtbag. Yeah. He just kicked his son to the curb for some dude he just found. Like, when Paulie the voice of reason, you know you got a problem. Yeah, I just... Mm. I don't. I get what they, I get. Why I guess it was structured like that, but still, it was just like this is not Rocky. Like you said, nobody wants to see Rocky being the asshole or just ignoring like, the son because the son, your son, was your most important thing. You know, your family. And it's like I know Rocky, the underdog story. Why want to see Rocky broke? Ugh. Off some stupid. And then it's like the idea is that okay, your money getting embezzled. That's one thing. I can't do commercials anymore because of no. That's just. It's too much contrivance that had to go on for that to happen. Like, there's no way that should have happened. Because, one, it just makes Rocky look irresponsible. Like, the whole you embezzle money thing, that's fine. I didn't pay I didn't pay on my house and I didn't pay taxes for six years. That's just, no, that made Rocky agent look stupid. And nobody wants that. Yeah. Um... Imagine if that I said, imagine that was LeBron James. Oof. Not when you say Mike Tyson. Like, because keep in mind, Tyson was never beloved. Tyson was tight. People loved watching him, but they didn't like love him. And it was more like fear. And they and they made fun of how he talked. So when he lost his money, it's like, oh, that's what happened. He probably dumb anyway. Tyson's not dumb. Tyson just, yeah, Tyson's just Tyson. You do know that. But like I said, man. Yeah, like if that was like LeBron James and he just found out that big house I just got in California, I ain't pay taxes and <laughs> Rich Paul stole all my money. Oh. And me and Savannah out here, we living with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> but you know how absurd that would sound? And Absolutely. I can't do commercials anymore because I wore a hoodie that one time to support Trayvon Martin. So now I can't do commercials. What? Yeah, it's- And I can't... I'm not sure, but looking back at this movie, I'm sure if he ever did look back at the movie, I can see him see him saying now, like, yeah, I would have changed that. I yeah, that because that now that sounds crazy. Yeah. It's the reason why he did Rocky Balboa. Oh yeah, because he wanted to forget it. He wanted to Yeah, I basically wanted to do a redo of Rocky Five. So that's all you need to know about Rocky Five. Yeah. And that um you did you read the thing about Evander Holyfield? Mm-hmm. I don't lose, not even not even <laughs> fake. Damn, well, he, he's the man. He's Mr. K. Fade. Take it like, easy, Brett. <laughs> like, I don't lose. I don't care where it is. 
not real life, not exhibition. I beat everybody, any place, anywhere. <laughs> he definitely was hanging out with Bret Hart around this time. Chill out, man. Oh, man, he's like, you gonna put respect on my name? I don't want these. I don't want these marks thinking I lose. No, <laughs> no. Although that would be absurd, though. If well, if Van Holyfield was he supposed to be Union Kane? That's what I wanted to know. Was he? Was he supposed to be Union Kane? Is the question? Because it ain't no way in the world nobody believing in Vander Holyfield losing no Tommy Morrison. So that part, if he's supposed to be Union Kane, then I get that. I get that. I'm like, I got too much because it's like I ain't making that much money. I got too much pride to do that. Well, listen, man. This is uh this is Rocky Five. I'm glad I actually got to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> about this movie specifically because I've always just wanted to sit down and talk to somebody uh, about this movie because it's just, it's just weird. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Um, I will say this. For the longest I had a certain thought process about this movie, like I always blamed everything on Paulie, and it wasn't until the last time I watched it that I was like, Paulie's a bad person, but this wasn't all on him. Like this really, you know, this is really Adrian fault. I mean, and and Rocky, both of them, but it's like Rocky already established that he's not smart with money. It's just, yeah. Okay, my whole question is, they treat it like Rocky Five don't exist, mm-hmm. but something happened. Why? By the time, okay, if you say Rocky Five doesn't happen, mm-hmm. so Rocky got his money and he just got this restaurant. What happens by the time Creed happens? Because Rocky's still living like he broke. That's a good question. So you had you had to remember some of five. But it's kind of like And they I mean they It's something weird. They kind of they cater into the movie because look, they the whole thing about um him getting checked out again in Rocky Balboa so he can get a license and like you said, his money. But he had money. He wasn't. That's the whole thing. By the time Rocky Balboa comes, he living fine. He ain't like yeah, rich. I mean, but, living, you know, I got. He living by himself, so he's you know he's comfortable. Yeah, he living comfortable. The the son moved out. The son mad because he's I'm living in the shadow and I'm a millennial. Oh boy, he's making fun of my toast. And it's like you know, <laughs> Adrian gone. Paulie's still there. And probably from the, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it. I always wonder about how that goes because, like, they say Rocky Five don't count. So that was mean what Rocky got. So Rocky shouldn't even be, if Rocky want to have a restaurant, that's fine. But Rocky shouldn't have any money issues at all. Between his son and all the money he made from there, he should be fine. You Creed would think. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky still got his restaurant, though. Yeah. So maybe it's like Rocky just don't care about money by that point. Because even in Creed and Creed 2, Rocky still has a restaurant. Rocky's still chilling. He just lives in the same house. I guess he didn't need a – what's the point of having a big house by then? It's just me. Yeah. And, I, you know, and he's probably – if they probably like – if they're forgetting, they're probably like, yo, when I had a big house, my family was in this prime. I had my wife. I had my you know little son. son. Now as he gotten older and she's gone, you know, he's all – like you said, you don't want to talk too much about it. But he's kind of empty now. Yeah, so you don't need that much. So that makes sense. And a final thing before we start getting Rocky Balboa and the Creed movies. How feasible do you find it that Apollo Creed had an affair? 
See, it's hard because they we never got to sit with Apollo. And then, you know what? It's not that hard to believe. No, when you think about it, yeah, stuff like that can happen. But because you not that, yeah, not only that, you don't you get enough of him to get his personality. Like if he's he's basically Muhammad Ali with Floyd Mayweather's business sense. We know how Muhammad Ali got down. Mm-hmm. We see it's kind of like it ain't. It's not that hard. It's the way they treat it. Like it's a blasphemy. Like you know, this the stain on his legacy, anything like that. It's just more like I don't know. This Mary Marianne stick, sticking him up like Adrian. You don't know enough about you. You don't know enough about their relationship. You hear him talking about the kids, and I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. And like you know, I live in a big house. But you're right. You don't know enough. I say why it's not that hard to believe because Carl Weathers always came off like you know why. I think it's easy to think about that because Carl Weathers is a predator. <laughs> that That's is true. Why. Yeah, because so. the moment because Apollo Creed already like slick and they always seem like you know he always got something going on. I'm like I got I, I got a little scammer in me, not a whole lot, but it's like you know I'm always trying to make sure I maximize everything like that. He's a straight scammer and predator, and it's kind of like you know you want to oh that's Apollo Creed I can trust him. And then you realize you can't trust him. And he give you enough hints to know you shouldn't, but you don't pay attention because like it's Apollo Creed. So And you know yeah. they and Creed they handle it so I don't know. With care. Like I mean, yeah, like he had it. I guess she died. Marianne found out later. Yeah. And how she found out, I have no idea. And it's kind of like the a letter going and then get him. And before we go, I know we jumping around. It's Creed is still weird. Why is he fighting? <laughs> he doesn't know his like he I know it's the memories that he don't know him. He what? never met him. He never spent time with him. He's living in a mansion because Apollo was smart with his money. So he and he working like he got a corporate job. This got promotion, so he rich anyway. His mom is you know stepmom, whatever you want to call it, adopted mom, loaded. Money is not an issue. It's that thing. Is it? I guess he said you know. Is that thing that he just had it in him being a fighter. He wanted to be a fighter, and that's what he wanted to do. My thing is this: fighters have children who fight, mm-hmm. but most not. If Floyd Mayweather, if Floyd Mayweather Senior was rich, would Floyd Mayweather Junior be a fighter? We don't know that. The, the, no. the, the honest answer is probably no. not. Because how many fighters have sons who fight? But I doubt you'll see like Sugar Ray Leonard's son fighting, Listen, or man. Floyd Mayweather Junior has a has children like they're gonna be like. Rich rich kids don't become fighters because like fighting's a poor person sport normally. Let us have our uh stop diving into why uh, Creed fight. We got a black boxer that's got sequels. <laughs> yeah, I was just I'm just I'm just curious about that, you know, thinking about that. And then I'm looking forward to Rocky Balboa because it's the one that gets slept on. Uh yeah. When people talk about them, they don't talk about this one. It's 
almost like Antonio Tarver's career. Nobody talks about Rocky Balboa. It's not all, yeah, Antonio Tarver basically ruined, like he basically destroyed the invincibility of Roy Jones Jr. It's funny about that. Like, and and all you know about Antonio Tarver is like, oh, he's in a Rocky movie. He dated an Instagram model, right? Before before Instagram was even a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's just. Because it don't come on TV that much. At it all. It barely comes on cable. So it's like, unless you... Because when they show the marathon, they don't show this one either. They usually so like, stop at five. Unless you own it and you didn't watch when it first came on cable, you never see this one. Yeah, that is... You know, now that you say that, that's... You would have thought now when they do the marathons, they would add that out, but this it still they is never at five. They never at or normally they do the marathons. They either stop at four or they stop at five. I can't remember the last. The only time I watch Rocky Balboa is when I watch it on the Blu-ray. I can't remember the last time I've seen it on TV. I think it might. I think USA might have showed it once when they had like a a, a true Rocky marathon. Yeah, and it's a and it's a very good movie. So I don't know why it's not showed. Yeah, you would have think they would have added that. Maybe it has something to do with did they change like uh you know production companies or whatever it may be to because all these movies are. Well, let me see before we go. Carico, United Artists probably, and then they probably switched after United Artists, so that might be something. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I like I said, I usually don't watch it as much as the other ones. It's yeah, because you don't like how the the, the end fight uh, happened. A lot of complaining about the last fight. How else was he gonna have it make sense? Oh, like you said, you told me that a while back, and I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense now. And probably once I watch it, probably be today, I'll probably feel a lot better about it now after having you know you say. I mean, but you know what's funny? It's People don't mind the age to a certain point because Foreman was in his, what, 40s? 40s, yeah. Late 40s when he beat Michael Moore. Mm-hmm. But Rocky was what? Rocky was what, 60? It ain't happening, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. He was in great shape for his age. But you know what's real weird? What's that? He's in better shape than Expendables. Yeah, he is. And we, I know the stories about what he was getting when he was going over the Mexican border, because he got, or when he was going like Australia, whatever he was getting, because he got stopped a few times. Mm-hmm. I just find that very, it's funny. We can wrap it up. How he handles aging compared to Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger just is just old, yeah, and Schwarzenegger doesn't care because it's like I, I used to have the best body on the planet. I ain't got nothing to prove. But doesn't Schwarzenegger have some type of disease or something like that too? No, I mean I sort I mean he had a heart attack, but it's like Stallone had almost had one himself. Schwarzenegger does, that's the whole thing. You reach a certain point, what you gotta prove anymore? Like, you know, Sean Connery was body beautiful and then he didn't care. It's like I once you've been at the top, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like Marlon Brando you think he cared? He just got old and fat. He's like, I, I was the man. I ain't sweating that. When you when you were the man and you know you were the man, it was our established. You don't got to worry about that. Sylvester Stallone always was trying to prove himself. 
always try to prove he was smart, try to prove he was fit, trying to always like overcome. It's the same thing I've talked about. I don't know if I've talked about with you. I've talked about with Jeremy. It's a funny parallel between Stallone and Schwarzenegger and The Rock and Vin Diesel. Because The Rock is Schwarzenegger and Vin Diesel Stallone. When you have time, I want you to look at Vin Diesel's career. Look at his movie franchises. Look at the decisions he's made. And look at how he carries himself. And tell me who that reminds you of. Okay. Tell, tell me that ain't Sylvester Stallone. Are we talking about the who? Which which one? Who's, Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, 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 Rock, yeah. Because Stallone is known. I gotta be the toughest. I gotta be the smartest. I gotta be the biggest and the coolest. I got be my movie franchises. I always gotta be the man. If I'm not the star, I only be in your movie if it's not a simulcast. I ain't being second fiddle to nobody. Who that sound like? That don't sound like Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, it do. I got because think about it, Vin Diesel got three franchises. No, I had Fast and Furious. I got Triple X. I got Riddick. I gotta be the star in those. When is he ever the co-star? Now, when it's like an ensemble. Oh, like yeah. His Guardians the Ga- like Guardians of the Galaxy, or I show up for that um Billy Lynn's halftime walk. He ain't playing second fiddle to nobody anymore. Yeah, that's true. Now look at Schwarzenegger and the Rock. Schwarzenegger showed up in a slow movie, don't care. He showed up in Escape Plan. He showed up to get laughed at in Expendables. You think he care? At this point, no. No. Once he reached, like he was he was like he was in that movie around the world with 80 days is like the like the villain with like Jackie Chan and somebody else. He don't care. I was he's a movie sin he's a movie with Sinbad. I think after you make all that Terminator movie, you just stop caring. It's like I've been at the top. I've been he was governor, governor yeah, so. of the biggest economy on the planet and got reelected like he has nothing else to prove. He knows what's the whole line, you know, I'm a master in two fields. He's a master like four. Cause he made his money off real estate first. I become the best bodybuilder on the planet. Then I become the biggest movie star in the world, and then I become a a governor. Yeah, he got nothing else to do. He ain't got nothing to do. I ain't worried about having abs and all that. Yeah, I show up in Terminator looking old. I'm old, so I don't got nothing to prove. Salone can't handle being old, and it's funny. You think he can handle being old when you see him in like Creed and Creed Two, till you see him in Rambo. I still haven't seen Rambo yet. Somebody told me. Somebody told me it's basically Rambo if he was in the, if he was a uh, in a Saw movie. I was like, what? yeah, I said that. Like it's Mortal Kombat, Rambo edition. <laughs> he, he literally cuts a cuts a man almost in half to pull his heart out, uh, and you see him do it. it. Ain't like it cut away either. Like that shit is, boy. He, I think. I think you can he tell it. He's the field of violence. It's it's a it's a. He's not knowing how to age out. Like you can see it in Rocky. Like oh okay, he's fine with aging. You can tell he's calm with. But then you, from what I'm hearing from Rambo, jeez. And the thing you can't be old and be Rambo. They don't go hand in hand. Yeah, you just might just call him John. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. It's like Rambo. You have a certain mindset for what Rambo looks like. 
and it ain't old. It can be an older Rambo, but not old. Like you can see Rocky old, so you can see an old Rocky. He should be old at this point. Rambo always got to be Rambo. So seeing him like move around, looking the way he looked, and the thing is, it don't look natural. He don't look. He do, he looks like a man trying not to look old. Mm. It just looks like it's a lot of effort. A whole lot of effort. So, not even like Expendables, where it's like he looked like a, a older guy that was just fit, that probably used some stuff. This one, he just looks like you know it don't look right. Well, on that so, note, yeah, we because I'm about to get. Ready. I ain't even eating. I gotta get ready for work. <laughs> we will get out of there. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook, and leave your questions at comments at Jeff versus the World at yahoo.com. Shahid, tell everybody where they can listen to you at. You find me on We Watch Stuff. That's part of the Stunt Granny Network, where I talk about stuff I watch with my friend Jeremy Mays. You can also find me on Twitter at Philly underscore Drugs. All right, next week it will be Rocky Balboa, and we are out.